0: east side in the afternoon of a turkey
1: exciting live hunts like this holy crap they're coming. holy cow!
0: Thank you for tuning in and now for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter podcast. You are listening to episode number 303, the 2021 turkey hunting planning episode. And I am your co-host and the guy who is currently recording and operating under some unique circumstances.
1: And I am your co-host and the guy who found out he's in the top five today.
0: Sweet. Top five for what?
1: The NWTF recipe contest.
0: No way. Yeah, I actually made it. (laughs) Awesome, man. Yeah, I'm pretty close, so Marty. What's the process from here? Well, they
1: are gonna cook the top five recipes and judge them based on taste.
0: So, which one of your two recipes made it?
1: The wild turkey biryani. Gotcha. I think they're a little more. Well, there were only two turkey recipes in the top five. There was a goose trout pheasant and two turkeys so i feel hmm. like i'm only in competition against one other guy because they're bound to be biased to turkeys
0: well you would think so and i've got i've got a question now. is uh-huh. it really fair to throw in a pheasant recipe or a trout recipe into that contest because you could cook pheasant or trout on a bed of baby poop and both of those would be good.
1: It's pretty accurate, I would say. Uh, tr- trout, especially pheasant, you could dry it out, I suppose, would be about the only That's thing true. you grew up on there. I don't know how you could, you know, unless you literally burnt it. I don't know how you can make a trout taste bad, to be completely honest. so We'll see how it mm. goes, I think. You know, hey, I'm top five at least, so that was pretty cool. I didn't know if I'd get there, and uh, now I'm looking at these pellet grills, you know, because I'm planning on winning, so I'm going to use it for last. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, so the biryani recipe. I I submitted the biryani and a blueberry sous vide duck recipe, and they chose the wild turkey biryani. So I think they chose wisely myself because duck is tough that's a tough one to get right so I, yeah. think, I think they'll be pleasantly surprised and pleased with how it turns out if if whoever their chef is knows what he's doing
0: Ooh, ah. somebody's feeling cocky
1: i'm just i mean if they say it's not good i'm gonna have to come make it myself because it's really dang good
0: <laughs> yeah. and it, uh, next year i'm gonna volunteer to be on the Tasting team.
1: Yeah, I'd be in on that. I think I think it's gonna be cool. It's uh, five recipes left, so I know I'm in the top five, so I'll at least get something from them. Because first through fifth place get a prize, so I'll get at worst a knife set, a light, and an NWTF package. So
0: cool. That's awesome. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. So tell me about your interesting circumstances that has you talking to me on your phone.
0: Jeez. So my very lovely and very sweet bride has been after me since she moved into my house about 10 years ago to do some updating and do some work to it now listen she is when it comes to me and certain things she's extremely patient so it's not like she'd been riding my rear end about it for you know 10 years but she's been wanting to do some things to the house to kind of make it hers because you know she moved into my house so she wants to put her touch on it so i i totally get that so i decided that we were going to do some updates because they're sorely needed and now i don't mean like you know 1950s sorely needed but not much has been done to the house since about 98 2000 something like that so We are doing some things to the house. One of the things that we actually have just had done is we had hardwoods installed on our entire main level of the house. And when I say the entire main level of the house, they were already installed in our dining room, hallway, and half bath. And now we've got hardwoods in the living room, sunroom, kitchen, dining room hallway and half bath the existing hardwoods were sanded and restained so everything would match and my flooring installer is someone i know and i'm not going to talk bad about him because well they showed up every single day that they said they were going to show up the job is actually done early which (laughs) is and i'm very cautious about complaining about this that's my complaint, but I'm going to continue on. And the last time I saw what they had done, which was about two o'clock today, the work is extremely good. So All right. the original plan was for them to come this past Thursday and Friday to do a demo on Thursday and an install on Friday. Then they were going to come back the following Thursday and Friday, which would be Thursday and Friday of this week. and. They're going to sand and then stain, which would have meant Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and probably Sunday night, we were going to need to be out of the house. My wife, Cameron, you already know this, but you guys listening do not. My wife has the nose of a bird dog. I would put her up against any spaniel and any lab out there. She would make a great drug sniffing person hired by the DEA to work the airports. I don't know that she can sniff a bomb, but she'd probably do some do some drugs. Well, not do some drugs, but sniff out some drugs. <laughs> uh, I'm the one that doesn't. Well, never mind. We won't get into that. So anyway, that was our plan. And we had made plans with work accordingly. We'd made plans for our personal lives accordingly to do that. So the guys come to do the tear out Thursday, and instead of demoing Thursday and installing on Friday, they ended up, because there were three layers of vinyl and one and and a tile floor on top of all of that, they ended up demoing Thursday and Friday of last week. They came back Monday and did the install, and Tuesday, today, they stained, sanded and stained. And so The floors are done early. They're done three days early, but early for me to be out of my house when I've made plans to do otherwise is a huge inconvenience because, you know, I've got podcasts to do. I've got work to do. It just, it's a big inconvenience. And so I am sitting in my basement as we speak on the telephone because my, microphone is upstairs that I record with. My wife has my headphones that I use for backup. So that would put me using the microphone in my computer, which is awful. Mm -hmm. And I am sitting in my basement surrounded by 50% of the furniture that was on the main level of my house, of which none of it I can sit on because it's got stuff piled on top of it. So I'm sitting here in a camp chair in the center of my garage on the telephone talking, and we're doing a podcast, and we're going to rock and roll with it and not complain because I'm excited about these floors being finished and excited about getting back into my house maybe Friday.
1: Yeah. Are you all using African Blackwood for the flooring?
0: We we went with the most expensive wood that you could use.
1: That's African whatever that... Blackwood. So nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what we did, and I, I had them leave me some pieces so I can make some turkey calls out of it.
1: There you go.
0: There you go. No, uh, actually, it's just it's oak to match what we had, which was oak, yeah. and yeah, it's it looks good, Dave.
1: Nice.
0: In case we're wondering, the color we chose is called coffee brown for our finish. So you can go online and look up coffee brown, and now you'll know what our hardwood floors look like.
1: There you go. Getting, getting personal with the listeners. I like it.
0: That's right. That's right. So next we have countertops and then we have cabinets being painted and the entire downstairs being painted. And from there. Oh, yeah. And we're doing redoing the half bath on the main level as well. So that's that's going to take care of things for a while. And then I'm sure in about two months we'll find the house, the dream house. You remember, because last week I told you we were looking at houses. And yeah, gonna have, you
1: get all renovated.
0: Yeah, once we get it all finished, we'll find the perfect house and we'll put this one on the market. But at least it'll be updated and ready to go.
1: Nice.
0: So, that, well, that was our... So
1: I hope everything we go. goes well to finish out with that. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. How long we got till these plans we're about to discuss come to fruition.
0: Yeah, so they start for me in about 212 days. 12 hours, 26 minutes, and 40 seconds. How about for
1: you? For me, it's going to be 226 days, 12 hours, 12 minutes, and 16 seconds. How about that? And that's when things go down in the great state of Tennessee. But I'll probably be cranking up before that somewhere, somehow.
0: Well, and that's what we're going to be talking about today because I think that, well... You know, we we do. And you mentioned this just a minute ago. We do talk a lot about personal stuff. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, the people listening to this show get to know us. That's part of the show. And that's one of the reasons why they listen. And, you know, they they take interest in what we're doing. They want to see us be successful, just like we want them to be successful, which is why we even do the show. And. So I want to talk about where we are in the planning stages of our hunt or hunts for 2021, and what we're planning on. Well, everybody knows what we're planning on doing, where we're planning on going to do these hunts, do <laughs> uh-huh. and just kind of our our process, of what's going on with the planning. Where are we, you know, in yeah. this stage? How far out are we from having our plans complete, and so on and so forth? So. Mm-hmm. Let's do this chronologically because you mentioned to me that you're going to start somewhere before Tennessee opens. Yeah. So chronologically, where would that be? The year starts in January, and I know for a fact that there are some states that have late winter turkey seasons.
1: Yes. Well, both of our stories I'm hoping start in January, because we're kind of been throwing the idea out there of yourself and I going to Nebraska and trying our hand at a winter gobbler flock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that would be sometime mid-January. January, I think we were looking at more late season season. They should be in gigantic winter flocks at that point. So we've been pondering that idea, and we're hoping to maybe get out there for a three-day hunt roundabout, maybe four, who knows. But it's looking most likely like it'll be three, and see if we can't figure out how to put down a, a winter gobbler. That would be a first for me. I think it's a first for you, too, isn't
0: it? It will be, yeah. Yeah,
1: so that's where we're hoping to start 2021. And so, I mean, so far we haven't done a ton of research on it other than kind of getting our dates together. I know we're looking at, what is it, Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, Mm
0: -hmm. right? Yeah.
1: Because the markets are closed, so I'm off work on that Monday. And so we might skedaddle out to Nebraska. And I have one spot that I went to and turkey hunted in the spring, and there was quite a bit of turkeys on it. There were a lot of hunters, too, but it had a lot of good... Agricultural fields around it, and it makes me think that might be a good spot to start late winter, because I'm assuming most of their food's coming from cut corn about that time.
0: Yeah. So is there a water source in that area other than, of course, snow?
1: Yeah, yeah. There were creeks and you know all kind of little ponds and stuff, so we'd have plenty of water if it's not frozen, and hopefully plenty of food. You know, out out west the Winter roosts can be pretty annual, I'd say. I mean, I feel like they use them probably every year almost. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be where the food is. So I think it's going to be, if we do pull this trip off, which I'm really hoping we do, I think my opinion is that we're either going to find them and be in them big time (laughs) Mm-hmm. We're going to really struggle to find them because it's probably going to be 100 turkeys, you know, that usually might be spread out over the whole landscape are all going to be in this one block of woods kind of thing. When we right. find them, we're going to be in them. That's what I think from what I've researched so far on winter turkey hunting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's an episode that I did with Rob Keck that was really, really fascinating to me because I'd never up until when I'd spoken with him, i would never heard of anybody doing any, any late winter turkey hunting. And, you know, when I met him and first approached him about doing a podcast he he said yes absolutely I'd love to and I said well you know I'll send you over some topic ideas and we'll talk about it and and see what you know you pick one and we'll go with it and I'll send over some questions to you and he said no I know exactly what I want to talk about I said okay (laughs) what is that and he said late winter turkey hunting so that episode is one of my favorites because it really piqued my interest. It was something that I've been wanting to do. But listen, the thought of going to Nebraska or Kansas, Kansas lately. Kansas
1: no longer has it. so.
0: Oh, they ended theirs, huh?
1: Yeah, I believe their season closes in November now.
0: I wouldn't be shocked if Nebraska doesn't end theirs before too long. But that's neither here nor there.
1: Yeah, just thought but, I'd point that out.
0: Yeah. But I thought, you know, going there in the dead of winter, late January, mid-January, it's just not a place that I really want to hang out. But if I'm going to do this, then I've got to do it, you know, and and maybe the weather won't be so cold. You know, when Rob, when I did the interview with Rob, he had just gotten back and he said that it was 70 degrees every day he was there. That's what you expect. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not expecting 70 degrees. I'm expecting 70 below with the wind blowing 50 miles an hour. Yeah. When well, you're snow today.
1: The, the older you get, man, the colder you get more easily, so you better go now.
0: Well, maybe that'll be true because I can sweat in 72 degree air conditioned house very easily right now. So, you know, as I get older, I will probably welcome that but i'm i'm looking forward to that and and so this is an area that you picked out because you'd hunted there and there are you would hunted there in the spring Mm -hmm. there's a lot of turkeys on it and it's got agriculture around it so that's really what drew your eye to it you haven't gotten any i haven't called any
1: biologists i've talked to no one out there i mean one thing i'm thinking about doing is calling the biologists and asking you know any any farmers calling you with nuisance
0: turkeys (laughs) right yeah
1: right before we go and because i've heard of that happening in nebraska where you know a whole the 200 turkeys descend on your little 40 acre patch that's not going to be good for your farm exactly i will be there to help the poor farmer out i'll help him in any way that i can yeah remove those pesky gobblers from his land so that's one thought i had and we'll see um There's a lot of planning left to do on that front. That's going to be an experience, a learning experience, I think, for both of us, because it's going to be big, big, big flocks of gobblers, I assume.
0: Yeah. And You've actually done this before. You went to Kansas, what was that, about three years ago?
1: Yeah.
0: uh, You had no luck.
1: We went, and we weren't real serious about it. We tried to just drive around and spot a flock kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And after doing that for about a day and not spotting them, We brought some bird dogs with us, and we dropped them out of the truck and started quail hunting, and we started finding birds. So we stuck to bird hunting for three days rather than looking for turkeys.
0: I got you. Okay.
1: So it wasn't real serious, but the first day we did drive around looking for them, we saw one pretty good-sized flock on a private land farm. But that's the hard thing, man. It's just, you know— in the spring there might be a gobbler here a gobbler there another one a half mile down the creek another one up the road this way winter and fall they're all probably in one spot right (laughs) or at least you know there might be two flocks for that whole 10 mile area or something you never know i I mean i don't know how dispersed they are but i know that they get together on a food source and hit it right so it's going to be interesting i think that's going to be um, I think it'd be fun regardless. And, you know, worst case, we'll just camp in negative 30 degree weather and freeze to death.
0: Yeah, I can tell you someone who's not going to do that.
1: <laughs> you know, I thought we'd sleep in hammocks out with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that sounds like an excellent plan. You just be sure that I drop a pin where you're sleeping in your hammock so so that I can find you the next morning when I come back in there because I will be warm and cozy sleeping in the hotel room. Yeah, the Motel
1: 6, I got you. Well, anyway, uh, we'll kind of keep you tuned in, listeners, as to what our plans, how they go with that, and hopefully about end of January we'll have a live hunt episode to show Mm -hmm. and hopefully a couple gobblers on the ground or the snow
0: yeah so next for you is next for for me
1: spring my march which is when it would crank up is not fully planned yet so I might go to Florida we'll see about that if I do go it will be for a weekend either opening weekend or the second weekend
0: would you go back to the southern area or which is the early early season or yeah
1: yeah if i'm going to florida i'm going just so i can hunt early <laughs> okay so it'll be either weekend one or weekend two of the southern zone and it'll just be for a weekend because i'm i'm not going to use any vacation days to kill in a state that i've already killed in that's kind of a rule i have right now till i finish the super slam thing out
0: gotcha that's a long way to go for a one day hunt
1: two days it'll be a weekend
0: two mornings
1: two more yeah so i mean it's a two bird limit down there right i mean i i thought i was being generous with the second day
0: well (laughs) i'm not judging you oh man i
1: if That's what I'm saying. Florida's really up in the air right now. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Mississippi's kind of screwing me this year because their season starts on a Monday, I believe. I haven't seen the official dates, but it almost always starts on the 15th, unless it's a Sunday, and then it'll start on the 14th. But I believe it's supposed to start on Monday the 15th next year. Yeah. And so that takes us to March... 20th which is a, is that the opening day of alabama
0: it is the opening day of alabama season
1: so that's when you're gonna crank up and you will be in alabama for opening day i, assume.
0: I will be in alabama for opening day and i am possibly going to start A little early in Mississippi. It just really kind of depends on work because if Mississippi opens on Monday, then that means I've got to be off work. Well, and I'm never really off work, but that means I'll be quote unquote off work for two or three days starting the season out in a state that I've already killed in, spending money. For a license in a state that I've already killed in, and that goes against what I'm trying to accomplish and what I've been doing for the past several years. However, I got a turkey hunt, man. I can't stand it.
1: Yeah, no. I know. I want as many days as I can get. It's the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. So, those yeah, extra I, days, man, it'll, it'll have you sharpened and ready for opening day in Alabama, you know? That's right.
0: That's right. That way I can spook two or three instead of four or five the first morning.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of rolling around in my head and I've got some spots that I could possibly go where I really wouldn't have to do a whole lot of scouting, but it's it is something I'm toying with is the way I'll put it. But yes, Alabama will start on the twentieth and then I'll be hunting in Alabama pretty much the entire season. I at this point I don't have plans on going anywhere other than possibly Mississippi, I don't have plans on going anywhere until my big trip, which is this coming year is going to be the end of April. Yeah. Well, really the third week in April. Yeah. yeah. So You know, I'll be hunting Alabama until then. I, you know, I just keep doing this and keep looking at it. And I mean, Alabama's the home state. You know, there's always something special about killing a Turkey in Alabama. However, it does not fit the goal. And so, I would not be shocked if I don't end up in Louisiana or possibly Arkansas, just depending on the timing of mm-hmm. my big trip out of state and their the opening of their season. I know Arkansas has already set the opening of their season. I just not have I've not taken the time to sit down and compare start date in Arkansas, start date in Louisiana versus my trip out of state, big trip out of state. Yeah. No, that's, that's kind of where I am then, but what about you? So, we talked about before Tennessee opens, so Tennessee opens up.
1: April 3rd is Tennessee's opener, so March 20th and 21st weekend, Alabama will be open, Georgia will open, and Mississippi will open, will be open. So, I could go to any of those three except for Alabama, because, <laughs> I'm not going back there. So that yeah. narrows it down to Georgia or Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. And so on that weekend I'm either gonna go to Georgia or Mississippi. I've had I've enjoyed my time in both those states. I've had really fun hunts in both. I'm almost leaning towards Mississippi because I've killed two birds in Georgia and I've only killed one in Mississippi, and I wouldn't mind going ahead and getting a second one to go, get my double super slam started you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I'm almost leaning more towards Mississippi in that way but I don't know I might go back to Georgia I might not and then the so you, next week do I
0: you've had some good hunts in Mississippi you know you just haven't gotten it done for that second bird but oh yeah really-
1: I, I have no some- bad things to say about Mississippi yeah I've had yeah. I've missed plenty I've seen one missed. I've missed two, I've missed three, and I've seen one missed and I've killed one. And I hadn't been there that many days. So yeah. Other than I, could, yeah I just shoot <laughs> terrible in that state. I like it. There's there's some birds there, so <laughs> uh, but then the next weekend is the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and those three states are still it. You know, I think North Florida's in at that time, but I'll probably stick with whatever state I buy a license for, I'll plan to buy it for the first two weekends. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so that'll give me four days of hunting. And then April 1st, which is a Thursday, is when South Carolina opens. And that will be my first new state adventure for 2021. That's Uh,
0: April 1.
1: April 1, it's a Thursday. The next day is Friday before Easter, and the market's closed on Good Friday. So I'm off on that Friday. So I'm going to take off on Thursday and hunt Thursday, Friday, Saturday somewhere in South Carolina. I, at this point, literally the whole state is open to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't narrowed it down. I've, I've been doing some preliminary research. Been doing some map scouting, got pins dropped all over the freaking state. And you've gotten a
0: little intel too, haven't you? Do what? You've gotten a little bit of intel from some friends? No,
1: actually I haven't with uh, South Carolina at all. I haven't gotten any. I've had a few people reach out and offer to help me. So I haven't reached out to them yet. I need to do that. And that would be a smart move next, honestly. But that'll be my next... New state. Uh, Three days there, and and Tennessee opens that Saturday. So I'll miss opening day in Tennessee, but I'll be back for the second day of the season, which is Easter. Okay. So that's how my March and early April shapes up. Tennessee opens, and then I'm not positive what's going to happen after that. Second weekend of Tennessee's season. I think I might put in for Illinois opening weekend. I don't know if I'll Mm. get drawn. If I do, I'll probably go there. If I don't, I'll probably hunt Tennessee. And gotcha. then the next weekend is when y'all are going on your trip, and I'm hoping to join you for four days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're going to knock out Virginia for me and Maryland for y'all. And, and for you. And me. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that part. And then yep. y'all are going to head where once Maryland is checked off, which would be Maryland opens April 19th. Does that
0: sound right to you? I don't have my calendar in front of me. So I'm,
1: I'm 90% sure that's now. right. I think it's April 19th. It's a Monday. Yeah. Is when it opens. So,
0: opened. yeah. So, if we can get Maryland knocked out pretty quickly, the goal would be to go to Delaware and kill there. And then we've got to be in Massachusetts. Again, I don't have my calendar in front of me, so I, I might be off on my date. So you guys that live in that area, don't be too critical of me here. But I think we go to Massachusetts first because I believe they open first and then we go to Connecticut. Nice. And we are going to squeeze in Rhode Island on that trip. There was talk, you know, originally we were scheduled to go to Vermont because John has not killed in Vermont. But because Chip and I have, and because John is going back to the Northeast at the end of their season, so the end of May, John said, look, let's go to Rhode Island. I can get Vermont when I go back up there at the end of May.
1: Yeah, heck yeah.
0: So he said, I want to go to a state where you guys, where we all can kill. We all need it. Because if we don't do Rhode Island and we've gotten turkeys in all the other states, then i've got that one state sitting there chip's got that one state sitting there that we've got to go back to do yeah when really the only thing that would be left for us would be new New jersey yeah and pennsylvania
1: yeah and you're done with that whole section once you get those two
0: yeah so you know it's a it's a fairly lofty goal but we're making our trip up there almost a two week long season or i'm sorry we're making our trip up there almost a two week long trip so you know we're doing that just to try to get as many of those states marked off as we can get as much done as we can and you know if all of the turkeys fall in all the right places, then we might have a day or two to spare up there to where we can sneak over to New Jersey or possibly even Pennsylvania and mark one of those off. If we did that, then there's already talk next year about us going up there to go. If we're successful in the states we plan on being successful in this year and going to this year and we are left with New Jersey and Pennsylvania, then we're There's already talk about going up there next year and marking those off, and then that'll take care of the entire Northeast for us.
1: Yeah, nice. Do y'all plan – y'all will fly into Virginia where John lives, right?
0: Correct. That's – Yeah, that's –
1: out of that same airport or are you gonna get a flight out of Rhode Island or
0: we likely will fly back out of that airport because I'm ninety-nine percent sure John is not going to stay up in that area Mm -hmm. that he's going to have to come back home the same time. So you all have
1: one rental car.
0: Well we would be in John's vehicle. And yes we would have one vehicle and but the the real reason that we we're planning on doing it that way is so that john would have somebody to ride with up there and someone to ride with back mm-hmm. yeah so you know he's done a, a lot like you have been doing in many of these states that we've gone to and he's driven yeah to a lot of them that we have flown to so that is that's the plan
1: is is flying with the firearm i mean is that pretty easy I know you've done a topic on this before, but I, I, I've never flown to turkey hunt yet. So
0: Yeah, there's there's really not any issues with it. A lot of it has to do with the airport that you're flying from and the one that you're flying into. But, you know, I, I would say, gosh, I mean, I, normally I would say... Hey, don't fly out of Chicago with a firearm. It's going to be difficult, but I did it. And it was not, it was a breeze. And I think. we're
1: Happy I to see the firearm that wasn't shooting.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the fact that a lot of those people even know what one is, is amazing to me, mm-hmm. but it was, it was really not an issue there. There's regulations that you have to follow and they're quite simple to follow. And so many of them are common sense. And. You just do what they say to do, and you won't have any issues. Nice.
1: Well, I'm kind of looking into that. I'm like, I mean, there's a few cases where flying is almost the same price as it would be gas-wise, and the amount of time you save that you could be hunting is enticing to me.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the other thing, too. You know, my old rule was if I could fly there for about 400 bucks, then it's cheaper to fly when you factor in the money of of the airfare and the time mm-hmm. that you save yeah. but now it's gotten to the point to where we are not just flying and I'm and I'm talking specifically now about turkey hunting because yeah. that was my rule for any Any form of travel. If it was more than a four hour drive and it was going to cost me $400 or less to fly, Mm -hmm. I was flying. Yeah. Because now you've knocked that four hour drive down to an hour flight at the most. And You're where you want to be. But so many times when we're flying on these trips, you're flying out of the airport that you got to be at an hour and a half before your flight. Then you've got, let's say, a three hour flight. So now you're four and a half hours into it. Takes you 30 minutes to get your luggage. Now you're five hours into it. Almost 30 minutes to rent your car, throw all your luggage in it. Now you're five and a half hours into it. Then you have a two-hour drive or a three-hour drive to get to where you're going to hunt. Now you're, you know, eight, eight and a half hours into the trip. Mm -hmm. You drive a long way in eight or eight and a half hours.
1: Yeah, that was part of the conclusion I came to with the whole rental car and layovers and everything else. Because I looked at a couple flights and was like, hey, by the time I actually get to where I'm wanting to be, it's going to not be that much different.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. timelines. So, yeah, I'm sure yeah. I'll
1: have to fly at some point, obviously to Hawaii, but I also probably will fly to California and Oregon and Washington, those West Coast states. But yeah. 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 So ideal situation for y'all. You end up doing two weeks in the Northeast, killing all those states, and then you come back. You would be back, what, first week of May? is the first week
0: yeah i'll be back first well right around first second or third of may i think it's the third of may Mm because my bride's birthday is may the 4th and i told her that i would be back on her birthday even though she doesn't really expect me to be so that would be a little bonus and so that would leave me actually no i would miss alabama's last season or last
1: yeah so, are you done at that point, or are you going to try to get one more soiree in at some
0: point in May? I'm not done until it's done. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to stand it being early May, and I know turkey season is in for half of the country. And
1: you're sitting at the house.
0: Yeah. Nice. So, I told John, I was like, look, man, you know, I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, especially yours, because this— going up to the northeast is all about you but i may join you when you go back up to the northeast yeah. and i may spend you know however much time you're spending hunting in new hampshire vermont and maine i may spend that much time hunting maine
1: yeah
0: or maine and new hampshire so
1: Heck yeah why not you know
0: yeah so that's kind of what i'm thinking and you know the I, i'll it's never my goal to go on these trips where I have killed and these guys haven't and kill before they do. And, you know, that was the whole thing. When we went up to the Midwest this year to, you know, hunting in Wisconsin, hunting in Minnesota, the goal was never for me to shoot. Uh, I had no intentions of shooting in Wisconsin or Minnesota until they had killed. Yeah. Now Michigan. Yeah. I'll knock a gun out of your hand and shoot one out from underneath you. But now seriously, you know that so when if i do go back to the northeast or a late may trip it would be to help john and then if we've got time or hey if two birds come in john you shoot and i'll shoot clean up yeah whatever standing after you finish shooting
1: yeah that makes that makes good sense so is he going the
0: last week of May, mid-May? It'll be the last week of May. It'll be the end of their season. Nice. Last week of their season. Yeah. That, so,
1: you'd get to see turkey season off.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that'll be, that'll be fun if I do it. If not, then that means I, I don't necessarily have to travel out west. But, you know, if I, if I don't go with John, then I'll be going somewhere west. And north, yeah, to wind up the season in that state, whatever state that may be. Yeah, yeah I can't. I'm not gonna be able to sit around and nah. look at. Pictures on Twitter or Facebook of people still hunting up there and smiling with turkeys. It's, I get joy out of listening to turkey stories, but I get a lot of joy out of going and experiencing turkey stories. Yeah. While season's too late. So Absolutely. Anyway. So yeah.
1: I'll be joining y'all in Virginia and Maryland for four days. Mm-hmm. And then, so that will take me through April 20th. I'll come home, hunt Tennessee for... Now, if Arkansas is open, I don't know when their season is. I haven't looked yet. But uh, if it's open the 24th and 25th of April, I might go hunt there again for a weekend.
0: I'm pretty sure it is.
1: Yeah, if that's the weekend it's open, I'll probably be in Arkansas that weekend. Mm-hmm. And try to get it done at some point in this lifetime. <laughs> and then May, i trying to think. I believe Tennessee goes until the 16th of May. I'm going to head out the 14th of may and go this is as of right now things might change but the the idea at this point is to drive to iowa and hunt for two days and then go to wyoming and i'm presuming that'll take maybe three days and then either idaho or colorado and that's kind of if we're in wyoming and we kill quickly in wyoming we'll go to idaho and try to kill there, and then on our way back, hit Colorado. If Wyoming takes too long, we'll just drop down and hit Colorado immediately.
0: And then... Let let me interrupt you for a second. What are you going... If you do that, what are you going to tie Montana in with?
1: So my thought with Montana, the problem with Montana is their season opens... Think later or clo- no it closes i think before the 14th their season the season in montana closes before tennessee which doesn't make much biological sense to me but mm-hmm. they're just slightly north <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. thinking i'll probably tie montana whenever i go to washington i might do a oregon washington montana trip and if i haven't killed an Ida it it depends on, if I don't do Idaho this coming spring, I'll tie Idaho and Montana together. Okay. If I do kill an Idaho, then I'll just have to cross over Idaho from Washington. Yeah. But it, it you know, it's just going to happen. There's going to be a couple standalones, but I would rather extend my season next year than not. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and I need all those states out there anyway, so, it, you know. I figure those three and maybe four, you know, if things go really well. And then I think what we'll do is leave Colorado on the following Saturday. So that'll be the eighth day of the trip. Drive halfway home, stop in Kansas, hunt for one morning in Kansas, and then finish the drive out. Yeah. And that worked out for me coming back from South Dakota. Stopped in Kansas for a night and killed a gobbler the next morning, halfway home. So Mm -hmm. we're going to do that again, I hope. Yeah and so that'll be the big trip for me next year and then i'm home for five days and i'm gonna head to michigan for the last three days of may and hunt memorial day weekend in michigan
0: very nice and i may do that with you if i don't go back up to the northeast with john
1: do it let's go i'm in if you don't go with john come with me we will go to michigan and kill on saturday and then we can drop into wisconsin or minnesota for two days and kill Mm. because it's one bird state you know michigan so yeah that that's kind of my plan if i can get it done quick you know (laughs) i don't mind going and doubling up in another state while i'm there (laughs) Yeah, so that's what my season looks like if everything works out like i'm hoping my goal is to hunt 60 days That's my goal. That's good. Yeah, I mean, that would be, I did 55, I think, this year. And Mm -hmm. a lot of those were in Tennessee without a gun because I couldn't shoot anymore. But that's still hunting. I mean, I do the whole, I I treat it just like I'm hunting. Like, if I get him to 25, you know, 30 yards, I win the day kind of thing. I go to work with a big smile on my face.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
1: So my goal is 60 this year and then eventually I'd like to have a season where I somehow got 70 days in. that would take some time in Florida. but this year it's going to be a 60 day deal. If I go to Florida for two days I might be able to get 62. Yeah, my goal is 60. so. That's
0: so let's, what let's do the math on that. So I've never I've never really sat down and added it up mm-hmm. If you started in Southern Florida when they're and I'm talking just spring season only. yeah. Southern Florida season comes in typically.
1: It starts the 6th in 2021.
0: Okay. So you can hunt from the 6th through the 31st. So that's 25 days. Say 26 days because you're actually hunting the 6th.
1: Yeah. And then 30 days in April. Yep.
0: So you're at 56. And 30 then 31 in May. So you're at 87 days. And, then and the
1: first week of June.
0: <laughs> is it the entire first week of June in Michigan?
1: I believe Michigan and week. Maine. Both go, I think they just go to the Saturday, though. So I think it's June 5th.
0: All right. So that's 87 and 5. Oh, 92. So you're 92 days. So
1: there's 92 potential days out there.
0: Yeah. But, I mean. Still far too short.
1: Far, far too short. And, you know, I thought about the other day, the only month you can not kill a turkey legally is july mm. you planned it out right and you had some connections you can kill turkeys in every state or not every state but in every month of the year except july yeah so that might be something after the super slam maybe i'll go for the month slam, <laughs>
0: Calendar slam. yeah be careful saying that out too too loud you know buds will take it and run with it
1: he'll have a hundred of them by the time i get there
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't be too sure you'll be through your super slam in about 5 years so that's you know. the
1: goal i'm going to my goal is to finish with you so
0: <laughs> sweet yeah that'll help you right be right there yeah.
1: both be in arkansas for a couple of years trying to finish it out
0: <laughs> yes indeed
1: yeah oh me but yeah so that's if let, let's say one other thing if you kill in every state like it's supposed to happen how many states do you think you'll kill in next year including ones you've already killed in
0: okay so, so if the
1: ideal season happened
0: if the ideal season happens for me that would be alabama and mississippi or i might even go to florida yeah. I, I plan on hunting with you more than just one time next year
1: yeah that so, would be good we, we didn't hunt that, enough together this year
0: yeah so that would mean i either do early in florida or mississippi with you or i do and or i do late in michigan with you so let's let's just say Mississippi, yeah, so Alabama, Mississippi, that would be Maryland, Delaware, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and then lined it up with either Michigan or Maine, or Maine and I'll leave off a New Hampshire or Minnesota at this point, so that would be eight states,
1: yeah, I think eight and in- you know, you might end up doing Arkansas or Louisiana for a weekend. So it could be nine. Could be. In an ideal season. So that that's a good season, though. That's that's a good, that's a solid year.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I think okay. I
1: would be Tennessee. Let's say if I hunted Florida, we'll say Florida, Mississippi, or Georgia. maybe mm-hmm. one of the two. South Carolina, Tennessee, I'll say Illinois or Arkansas. I'm probably going to do one or the other kind of thing. Okay. Virginia, Maryland, Wyoming colorado michigan and either probably iowa on the way out so ideal season i could possibly kill in 11 states this
0: year yeah
1: and a lot of those are just weekend trips so i'm not gonna get uh, you know it's not like i'm going whole hog on them all i mean i would be absolutely thrilled if i could kill in five to six new states i will be thrilled
0: Right, so that's that, a great.
1: That's kind of my goal there, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how I have an Excel spreadsheet with all the dates on it. So <laughs> that's how I kind of process through it. I don't know. Because you, John, and Chip, about how long ago did y'all start planning your trip that you're doing?
0: Oh, gosh. So that trip was planned, booked in June of last year, or this spring and because of covid we pushed it back a year yeah. so june of 2019 is when we had that trip planned
1: hmm. so that one's been planned a while so that that'll be nice when that finally comes to fruition
0: yes yeah and you know we've we've modified it since then just because we need to and want yeah. to
1: yeah you missed out on some fun this year you got to make up for it next year
0: yeah no doubt no doubt so i'm well, looking looking forward to that and you know you've been talking about this all hunt out of state and i may come join you for that do it i like the state that you're talking about going to not only for turkey hunting purposes but i also like it for bourbon purposes
1: (laughs) yeah so uh, you're not gonna be much of a partner it sounds (laughs) (laughs) you might be more of a hindrance if you get into the bourbon (laughs)
0: Uh, I, I am not one to drink a bottle of bourbon. I'm one to sip a glass or two of bourbon in a sitting. So trust me, I have been up and hunting under much, much worse circumstances (laughs) physically. And I would be on a trip like that.
1: Yeah. Well, so yeah, I'm. I'm. If I get my bow back, it's at the shop right now getting a new string put on it, and apparently COVID has that delayed, Man. and I'm trying to get it back, ready for September 5th, I believe. Two weeks, three weeks. I think it's three weeks when mm-hmm. Kentucky's archery turkey season opens, and I'm gonna try to stick me a gobbler in Kentucky this year. Be- maybe you can come up for a weekend or something and join me. Yeah. Be fun. I mean, it might be more of a hike than a hunt kind of thing, but I don't know. We might be able to find a flock.
0: Well, if it's going to be a, more of a hike than a hunt, then I may just put some of that fine Kentucky bourbon in my
1: rucksack or bladder.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: straight in the bladder.
0: Yeah, and take that with me.
1: Yeah, I like it. Well, yeah. So we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. That means we should have a lot of live hunts. I hope after next season.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. We still have a lot of them for this past season that we haven't played so
1: yeah we do we're trying to not overdo them we're just sprinkling them in every now and then to spread out the the fun live intense hunts all the way till next season yes sir well i think that's about it isn't
0: it yeah yeah that's about it and you know i think to me and i know you feel this way too and a lot of the listeners feel the same way you know, that's a great deal of the fun of these trips is the planning. Oh yeah. and then going on the trip and, and putting it all together, making it happen mm-hmm. just really ties it all together and it really gives you a sense of accomplishment and makes you proud that Oh yeah you, when went you through, did all that I mean it's just awesome.
1: When you do all the map scouting and you pick a spot and then you make the drive, get up all sleepy because you didn't get much sleep and you get up on that hill that you've been looking at on a topo map for months and a bird gobbles and you hear it. It's like, "Mm, that, that right there is the payment, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just that much sweeter. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I know I'm with you on that. The planning is just part of the fun. And luckily we get to do that part, even though we have to wait so long for spring, but yeah, nothing.
0: Well, That was one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show, was because I do enjoy the planning part of it so much. And I like to hear what kind of planning you've been doing and piecing things together and that kind of thing. So I've enjoyed it.
1: Absolutely. I've enjoyed it too.
0: Very cool. So, what's the favor of the week this week?
1: It's your turn this time.
0: Oh, that's right. last Last week. Yeah. All right. So, the favor of the week is this Cameron and I want to hear what. You are planning for your 2021 turkey season. So, why don't you post that on social media and tag Cameron and me in that post so that we can see where you're headed? And you never know. I know Cameron's not going to point you to a tree, I'm not going to point you to a tree, but you may get some tips on things that we did to help us be successful in those states that you're planning on going to. So, always interested in hearing about you guys and what you're planning on doing. So, that's the favor of the week this week. I like it. So. I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I hope you guys don't leave me hanging on it. I want to hear where you're going and just list out the states, you know, just like we just did. And we we both left Nebraska off that list.
1: Oh, yeah, because that will be,
0: yeah. Yeah. Twelve for me and nine for you. That's right. That's right. I just thought about that while I was giving the favor of the week. So, anyway, that's what we want to hear from you guys. Just list them out like Cameron and I just did. Yeah, I'd love to see
1: what your plans are for 21. Got some traveling to catch up on if COVID got you this year.
0: That's right. That's right. So that is it. What do you say we wrap this up for the week?
1: Let's wrap it up.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in.